GM friends, LFG Wagme, Dior, NFA. Welcome to Exploring NFTs and Web3. I'm your host as always, O.C. Collins. Let's get to it. All right, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about play to earn. What is it? Where is it going? And why is it going to take over the gaming industry? And I would say almost every other consumer good, fashion, music industry as well. All right, play to earn. So in the past, you had to earn to play. You had to work a job, get money from your parents, some type of way to get some money together, some capital to buy a game and play. So in play to earn, it's the opposite. You get to play a game. Sometimes you still need money to get into the game in the beginning. But the key is that you can earn money along the way or earn something that you can change into a fiat currency or crypto in some kind of a way. So again, let's just look at the old model. I would play a game all day, hours and hours. I would gain points. I could use those points to be able to buy different add-ons, armor, faster car, and then move forward to about 10, 15 years ago, I could start not just having to play all day to be able to get those upgrades or use a cheat code, I could take a credit card from my mom, myself, and I could buy upgrades. And that was a huge changing in the whole gaming space. Because before that, you either had to know a cheat code or you had to do a lot of work to be able to get up to that spot. Where now, I can just spend some money and get the fastest car on Gran Turismo. And that, again, it was a big game changer. But all of that money, all of those revenues go to one place to the game creator. It's not going out to the community. You buy something, you spend money in a game, you spend your time in the game. Everything is going to the game creator. Nothing goes back into the community. So that's where we'll call old school video game companies and the business model, as well as almost, I would say, all business models in the past were predatory business models, where the company was the predator, the consumers were the prey, and as predators do, they just take as much as they can with leaving just enough so that the prey can continue on and so that they can prey off of them tomorrow. Where the play to earn model totally flips that on the head. So let's take something like Axie Infinity. People have to buy an Axie to start, a pack of them, cost somewhere around $700. And from that pack, you can now start to play and battle. And when you battle, you can gain points. And with those points, you can get different things in the game. But the key is now there's a marketplace where I can also take those points and sell them on the secondary market for uh, Axie's individual token that then I can use to trade for a cryptocurrency, Ether, or something else, and cash that out into the real world. There's other players and parts of a, a play to earn as well. So again, let's look at Axie. You can breed your Axies together to create a new Axie that you could sell. But to be able to do that, you need a potion. And that potion is created on a farm. So think of like a Sims world where you're just farming all day, but that farm yields you a potion that is needed by another player in the game to be able to breed their axes together. So I farm all day, 
collect this potion, take it to the marketplace, and I sell that potion to another player, another member of the community, so that they can breed their Axie. Once they breed that Axie, they then can sell it on said marketplace again to another member of the community. So all of that generated um, wealth and money is inside of the community. Of course, Axie takes some small percentage to be able to facilitate it um, and run the infrastructure. But the majority of all that money is not sent back to the game creators. It's not sent back to Axie. When I want to upgrade or I want to sell something or buy something, I do it with my community. So all of that money doesn't go back to the predator. It goes back to all the rest of my community. And that's where it changes into the play to earn model. So now I can play all day. And if I decide to, instead of using those points for myself or the potion or whatever it is, I can sell that to someone else that instead of playing all day, they just want to upgrade quickly. And so for me, this is a groundbreaking business model, something that's going to uplift millions, if not billions of people around the world. And when I say uplift and the way that is, again, using Axie as, a, as an example, the Philippines is one of the number one places in the world where NFTs have the most amount of exposure to the general public, as well as the most amount of usage per capita. And one of the big reasons for that was Axie Infinity. So during the pandemic, when a lot of different tourist businesses closed down in places like the Philippines, because obviously there wasn't any tourists coming there, a lot of people lost their jobs. And so this opened up a space where people were able to use the Axie Infinity game. So just real quick, it is expensive to get into Axie. It's like I said, around $700. So these guilds were created where they would buy an Axie player and then they lease it to people in the Philippines or in different third world countries or just different places around the world. And those people would play and fight with their Axie during the day. And the points and the accumulated currency that they would later make was split between the guild holders and the leaseholders. So let's say the guild gives an axie to a person in the philippines they split it 50 50 and at the end of that day the person is making let's say around 20 30 dollars that they end up getting and that is maybe around double what they usually would make for standing outside working a stand or working some other kind of manual labor job so that's a huge upgrade to be able to work somewhere with your mind even though, yes, it is playing a video game, I still want to emphasize that is your mind that you're using. Where in most of the countries, most of the world, if you don't have a, a college education, most jobs that you get, you have to use your body. And if you're a cashier just standing all day, if you're running a fruit stand, if you're doing manual labor, construction, most of the jobs are all using your body. You're not able to use your mind. Where playing a video game, is using your mind. It's a way that they can generate revenue in a different way than just from their body and putting their body to work in that kind of a way every day. And it's been for thousands of people in the Philippines, a new way of making livelihood that is actually paying them more than they did in the past. So again, this is where I see it as a huge way to be able to uplift people all around the countries, all around the world, 
to be able to move forward and have another stream, another option. Of course, I don't want everyone to have to play video games to be able to make money, but I do think it's a beautiful new option for someone to have instead of having to go work in construction or demolishing a building or running a fruit stand all day, standing in the sun, that now they have the option to play a video game. And there's a lot of video games that have a lot of different interests and type of scenarios that people will be able to play. So I think the play to earn model is one of the biggest things to happen in the space as well, just to happen period in the entire business sector, marketing, because again, it is a big marketing tool. When someone becomes one of your players, again, they're joining the community. They're becoming an active member in that community, not passive. So they're not just standing in the stands, hollering and supporting the other players. They are a player themselves, which makes them an active user. It makes them promote whatever the game is that they're playing to everyone around them. And now the fact that they are making a revenue stream, having a full livelihood from this, they're going to push it to every person that they know. They're going to evangelize whatever the game is that they're playing. So that's where in the whole NFT and Web3 space, me and others are always looking at the gamification. How can we get people to be active participants in our brand, in our project, in our space? So that's where whenever I see the play to earn model doing new things and just, I would suggest to anybody, go read Axie Infinity's white paper. For me, it was truly inspiring. And then to see them generate, I think they're at about $3.5, $4 billion in revenue in the past year or in traded volume between this community is absolutely amazing to see. And to be able to keep up with the times, they are constantly adding new mechanism so that the core players and users are able to generate more of a revenue. All right. So that's it for today's on a play to earn. So remember the past is a predatory business model. All companies who just take for their community, they're predators. The new model is true pyramids where even though I, the creator, the founder of something might sit on top, all the value is held in all the blocks beneath me. And that is my community. My community holds their own value and they might push me up top, but they hold the majority of the wealth. And that's how it should be. All right. Talk to you guys soon. As always, have a great day. Peace out.